And he says, And yet a third kingdom of bronze, which, you, which shall rule over all the earth. And that would be the Greek Empire. Uh, and later on, he'll specifically uh, focus on Alexander the Great, you know, 100 years before Alexander the Great came. So, um, and I read that Alexander the Great actually knew about the book of Daniel and was familiar with it and knew that that prophecy was about him, which can you imagine that? It's mind blown. All right, and then the last one, the iron legs and feet of iron and clay is the Roman Empire, and that's verses 40 to 43 of Daniel chapter 2. It says, And there shall be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron, because iron breaks to pieces and shatters all things. And like iron that crushes, it shall break and crush all these. And as you saw the feet and toes partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, it shall be a divided kingdom, but some of the firmness of iron shall be in it, just as you saw iron mixed with the soft clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly iron and partly clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly brittle. As you saw the iron mixed with the soft clay, so they will mix with one another in marriage, but they will not hold together, just as iron does not mix with the clay. Um, and then uh, verse 44 says, And in the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, nor shall the kingdom be left to, to another people. And so that the kings of the Roman Empire is when is the era in which God would set up his kingdom that cannot be destroyed. Isn't that amazing? It's incredible that hundreds of years before that would happen, God gave Nebuchadnezzar a vision of this, and Daniel gave the interpretation. Um, before we move on, what are you thinking about from these things? What, what does that do to you, if anything? I know we're, you know, we're still waking up with our coffee. God is all-knowing, yes. What else? It's out of our hands, okay. It's going to happen. He can tell you the future far, far away. That's right. He reveals the future to his people. He didn't leave them in ignorance about the coming empires and the persecutions, he'll get more specific in later prophecies, that they will endure so that they wouldn't be caught off guard, that this is part of his ultimate plan leading up to Christ's coming. Anything else? All right. Another prophecy, the four beasts from Daniel 7, 1 to 8, and then verses 19 to 27. You have a lion with eagle's wings, a bear raised up on one side, a leopard with four wings and heads, a terrifying beast with iron teeth, and the little horn that became great. All right? And so uh, the, the lion with eagle's wings is the Babylonian Empire. Again, he's, so it's different imagery for the same general prophecy. Uh, chapter 7, verse 4. <clears throat> says, the first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. Then as I looked, its wings were plucked off and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man and the mind of a man was given to it. I think it's 
likely that he's referring to Nebuchadnezzar himself and what would happen to him when he was rebelling against God and claiming the kingdom for his own glory and stuff. And then God humbled him and he made him out and made him go out in the fields and eat grass for, I think, seven years. And then he, uh, Nebuchadnezzar says, then my, I, God gave me my mind back, you know, and now I know that God is the God of gods and Lord of lords.